Well, good morning. I'm Dr. Travis Tyrone, and welcome to We Are Live. The, the choice is made sometimes. It's Chris Edmund Travis Tyrone. We're excited to be here. Happy Thursday. It's Comedy Thursday, everybody. Excited. Don't forget, we got two shows tonight, 6 o'clock and 8.30. You know the drill. Sophie's at 6. Our friends over at Gastro Pit and Gaslight at 8.30. Uh, here at Midco Studio in Grand Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Excited about that. Also excited about uh, the man who takes care of the curtains, the cameras, <laughs> and everything else in the studio. His name is Chris Gardner. Good morning, Mr. Gardner. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Walnut. Oh, hey. Hey, all right. Chris. Chris, put it up. There we go. I like your nice uh, your German shirt this morning, Denman. Very oh. uh, Aryan of you. That's very in the spirit of Cocktoberfest. Yeah. Vaterland. Happy 17th day of Cocktoberfest. Indeed. That's right. Team Denman, everybody. Look out. Got a little farmer tan going on, too. Don't know. It's being highlighted nicely. You know, you don't realize as a uh, Caucasian person mm -hmm. during October that you have any color <laughs> until it gets whiter. There is mm. that. So, hmm. that's my cross to bear, though. We all deal with it. We certainly do. Uh, on today's show, very excited. Matt Besser, you know him from uh, Parks and Recreation, podcast, uh, improv for humans, all kinds of fun stuff. Very talented actor. Uh, he was in Walk Hard. Travis, he's going to join us on the old VMix line. It's kind of like Skype. You familiar with that? I am very familiar. We run it with through that. our Behringer that Tech Electronics helps it out. Run through that. Getting real technical. Okay. Uh, we'll do some Make It Racist. We'll have some fun. Maybe even some Target practice. Look out, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Terrell, how is it, uh, I'm curious, um, living in a world without Cardinal Baseball? Are you one of the fans that are uh, bellowing, causing issues, throwing up your hands in the air? I don't think anybody is. No, I've seen a few. Huh. Uh, since my Twitter sabbatical, I've decided to reimmerse myself. I into forget. Your mental health has been in a good mm, place. Very, it's all very, because of the very lack strong. of that. Um, and again, I think I told you guys yesterday I've lost 45 pounds since leaving Twitter. That's not true. Okay. Um, but yeah, you're still lying. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't think, like, just based on people's reaction to the Cardinals being in the playoffs, and when I say their reaction, I'm talking about attendance, enthusiasm surrounding the team. Mm -hmm. Like, people really didn't come out for the NLCS games. They definitely didn't come out for the NLDS games. I don't think there was a ton of momentum, ton of energy behind the St. Louis Cardinal teams, despite them winning the division, despite them getting back to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I don't think a lot of people are that upset about them no longer being in the playoffs. And I think it was, I think after game one of the NLCS, after they were nearly no hit by Anibal Sanchez, a guy that's 48 years old. 74. Yeah. And we, half, I think half of the fan base thought was retired from baseball. Um, once he essentially shut down the Cardinals lineup at home in game one, I think a lot of folks got the feeling that, yeah, this wasn't really going to be the Cardinals series. So I don't think a lot of people are that upset this morning. I think they may be disappointed because they, who doesn't enjoy October baseball, especially here in St. Louis at the same time, this team just never really had an identity that people wanted to attach themselves to, you know, with the blues, you know, they, 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 they had a coach that was, you know, you're with us or you're against us. You know, you had players, 
you had a who who of course have been a part of the organization for years who you thought yeah it's about time that they had their shine uh you had a goalie that was one of the best athletes on the planet at the time Glory, glory, yeah. You had a sweet ass song that got people excited after the Blues won every time. There was an identity with the St. Louis Blues. There was an identity in 2011 with the St. Louis Cardinals and, and in 06, you know, teams that should not have been in it, but they crawled their way right back into the race and miraculously found themselves in a position to win it all. There was none of that with this team, despite, you know, they had some, you know, besides Mike Schilt and that fiery postseason uh, I mean that postgame press conference we never really uh, saw much of a personality secret. yeah we never really saw much of a personality out of the St. Louis Cardinals team and people often underestimate that I think Gardner I think people just we, we like to attach ourselves to a personality like we, we talk about with politicians yeah it's great to hear their plans and their agendas for the future but we also want to like them and I just don't know if people really like this Cardinal team Gardner you gonna miss Marcelo Zuna <clears throat> Big Bear? No, he's definitely not going to miss that part. I'll miss the bat. I mean, I think they had some uh, somewhat of identity in terms of who they were on the field. As it, what was it? Pitching and defense. Okay. I mean, they were good there. They were I mean, the, they were good there, but I'm, when I say I mean, they were the best in the National League defensively. But you went they to the game were, on last Friday. Did you was what was the energy like? Was that their typical Cardinal baseball playoff energy? It was well, no, because they were getting no hit. But well, even beforehand, like I know it was cold, but you were inside the elitist. No, it suite. was fun. Yeah, it was it fine was good. It was because you had you know free food and. Well, I didn't mind that. A company, well. a warm room, yeah. Papa surrounded Jim's by song. celebrities, and. I mean, we're seeing more of the personality of the players too now. They take it upon themselves. It seems more through social media and that. I think you just have to be paying attention though. Okay. Um. There are some, and then there are others that just aren't. Maybe that's what you're saying is like um, maybe some of the players that are more popular aren't necessarily the guys you think of. I don't know. Um, I mean, they had fun. They had their dances, their high fives in the dugout, even Mike Schilt doing them before games with each player. But was the – it was as far as – I don't know if that resonated with the fan base. The only reason why I ask that is because just looking at the attendance, uh, just looking at Bush Stadium, when we were watching even on Saturday afternoon yeah, last week, I like we be... noticed a ton of red, red seats, a lot of red seats in the upper bowl, right. upper top tiers of the stadium, which is unusual for the best fans in baseball. Uh-huh. Well, and I would be careful with that because we're, as we are wont to do, we isolate with what we know, and that's simply St. Louis. Sure. Where attendance is an issue across the board, I think, but they still sell over three million, three million tickets. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's all they really care about. How many did you sell? Okay. Doesn't matter if you sit there. We got your money. I think that kind of mindset is what's turning off a lot of fans. In St. Louis or across the board? I think across the board, but okay. even here in St. Louis. I mean, St. Louis, I think, is a, a, a strong sample size in that here's a city, what you have what, two currently professional sports teams. The Cardinals mm-hmm. have always been number one, even when the Rams were here. Even when the Rams were successful, they were still, I think, probably tops. But I, I just, it, I get the vibe, and again, that's hard to measure, but I get the vibe that this team this year uh, just didn't, 
and, and and people may say maybe it was the uh, fallout from you know the the summer long celebration of the St. Louis Blues, which I I still don't necessarily buy because I think you know success is success, but it just felt like this team there wasn't a ton of momentum. And again, I think the start times for a couple of the NLDS games were kind of yeah. bogus. That didn't help certainly, and especially yeah, in the middle of the I'm week. Not but. trying to call you out on this, but I just think like if you wanted to, you can find an identity with the team. If you okay. were following along throughout the season. But did they, outside of the second half of the season when they're pitching and their defense and their bullpen was strong, uh-huh. it's that still didn't necessarily resonate what, with fans, even when they were going on that big win against the Cubs. I will say this. What seems to resonate is offensive powers, offensive mm. stars. And maybe with that lack like, of power. Maybe that's why you're feeling uh, the way okay. you are. Okay. Because, like, if you have an Albert Pujols, that creates a little bit of an identity for you automatically, right? Yeah, it does. So it makes it kind of easier. We think of the face of the franchise being Yadier Molina, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a good, he's a very good catcher. But he's not going to hit 30 home runs. Okay. He's not going to drive in 100 runs. He's not going to be that kind of superstar. He's a different kind of superstar. And when you're, like, young talent, really – is like Jack Flaherty. Now, that's fun to watch, but that's every five days, right? Right, right. So maybe it's just the makeup is a little different. It's not a traditional way to maybe form an identity. But there was one, and they had fun, and they enjoyed each other, and they it was a good clubhouse from everything I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> from the sniffing around you did. Uh, I, I do want to keep it local if we want to talk about our friend Yale Hollander. Did you see this? Oh. Did you see the T-shirts available at buyjack.com? Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, County Executive Dr. I believe Sam Page mm-hmm. uh, made a throwaway comment that we screamed about yesterday, and Yel Hollander has responded, and he's got a T-shirt up on the Bijack website. So big shout-out to him. And also on Twitter, Dr. Page, Travis, yeah. said, I'll take a large. Did he really? Mm-hmm. So maybe he's not as uh, out of it as we, we'd hoped. We'll see about that. It's possible he was just frustrated as they're sitting there telling him, oh, we're doing this and we're doing that. And he's like, you didn't cover the basic function of a public transit, which is being public transit effectively. But I even say to that, this isn't, that shouldn't have been a surprise. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be the Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. You know, you were well aware as to what the trolley was going to do. You knew it wasn't going inside the city neighborhoods, taking people to and from work. Right. So to play the woe is me card after $50 million has been flushed down the drain shows even more competent incompetence in regards to your your board and your position with the St. Louis County. Well, the last guy who had his job. Well, that's good. also Gets very true. a couple true. square he meals may have a been, day. I, will take, I won't put that on Dr. Page. Uh, there was an individual that seemed to be other distracted by other things. At the time in which the loop trolley was taken, he didn't off. ask for this job. Yeah, that's true. I, I apologize. Maybe he Dr. did Page, afterwards. I don't know. <laughs> right? He's like, hey, how, what's how the many, pay how, look like? What's that exactly? Looking? How many games has he played? But it's almost like it's it's. And, and I don't have to show up to do anything, right? Because the other guy didn't. If he wasn't playing video games, maybe he could also saw this. We never found out what video games he was playing. Do you think he? Do you think he was like really into like really something nerdy? That's what I'm hoping. Halo like obsession. What if he was like an elite e gamer? What if we discover that he was one of the top ranked players in the country? What if his name was Sting Operation? That'd be so dope. Yeah, just sitting here thinking about it now. Mm -hmm. Now, 
also, Someone, this could be an elaborate plot where he works it out where that's all he's doing every day. And prison? In prison. He's got like a VPN set up and it's just, he's got his own little... Very possible. I take solid. advantage he, of the he's natural had habitat a, around there. I don't he's know had if he's, he's had enough of his wife. <laughs> He's like, yeah, send me to prison. Uh, oh, where yeah. can you go? Where can I go? Montana? Oh, yeah. Oh, babe, I'm oh, sorry. No. Family will barely I, be able to oh, visit. Oh, man, shoot, baby. I can't make it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to suck. They, they got some, uh, they, they get out and do some yard work where he is and stuff like that. It's not okay. bad. Yeah. Not bad. Cultivate like a grape area. You think if we, we reached out to the security systems in Montana, they would allow us to do a tri-view of their minimal security prison? Well, it's not in Montana. Oh, I thought it was in Montana. Where is it? I think it's in one of the Dakotas. Oh, okay. You think they care? It's on the border of Nebraska. So I guess South Dakota, maybe. I don't know about all that. I'm not big into the Dakotas. Maybe right you know, along, it's right there. along the Missouri River. Mm. And they've actually dammed it some. Uh, I guess not damned it, whatever they call that, but to make it a, an area, re, um, like a lake right along there too. Oh, how lovely. Right there. And they got a park right there. I was, I was looking at street views from their city, uh, whenever, uh, I found out where he was going. I went down the wormhole, as you call it, mm, Travis. That's what I do call it, the wormhole. And I, uh, couldn't stop looking at pictures. It looked nice. It looked nice. Are so we this up? is this is how you end it. You end up in a minimum security prison. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah, I like, think that'd be good for you. White collar prison. Trap. I, I think it'd be good for you. Don't encourage. What could we pin on you? What well, don't encourage it? What could we absolve from ourselves? You want me to hack something? Uh, well, hacking seems to be the way to go. Right. Hacking probably is the probably the best. And thing all I really do. need to hack technically is someone's password. Mm-hmm. And you'd think that the guards would at least be like, eh, you're not terrible guy mm-hmm. right as you're housed to someone who swindled somebody out of like a billion dollars in a ponzi scheme i probably sh- end up in another ponzi scheme while i'm there but to, to that, be fair yeah that's a good point <laughs> yeah what do you got to lose at that point yeah but here's my question when you go into prison it's always said find the toughest guy there I think it depends and on the prison. So I feel like... In a Somebody's m- like, hey, we're doing yoga. <laughs> but I now <laughs> wonder if you go to a minimal security prison, is that how, right. how do you show that you're, the, that you're not to be messed with when you go to a minimum security? And to I your point, if you did a, a white-collar crime... I, I guess being messed with is different there. Like, maybe it's not physical, a physical altercation. Like you fuck up somebody's spreadsheets? Yeah. Like, oh, now I'll try to remember that. where that one was supposed to be carried. Try and figure that out without your Excel algorithm. Do you, like, huh? break their calculator? Like, yeah. Hey. Good, good luck without that this. That was a Texas Instruments calculator. Well, good luck without a cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you, like, you threaten to, like, boop. Hey, I know where you keep your money that you're not chilling the government. Like, oh. I do it myself. Watch it. I'll mess with your money. Maybe that's where the next season of Billions goes. Prison? Yeah. Maybe just got to a minimal security prison and see how it works on the inside. I'm very curious how that life is led. And like then I'm what also kind of money's laid down on the racquetball tournament. And then I'm also the demographics as well. I'm curious as to how the demographics you know how like the Hispanics and blacks, they got the maximums. But I wonder if those demographics change when you get to the minimum. Their own form of segregation. I'm yeah, saying. exactly. Do you still think they look down on the black guy at minimal security prisons? And now like, I really wonder <laughs> like, how'd this happen? Mm. What are you in for? Did they send you to the wrong place? <laughs> You ain't you ain't belong around here, son. Uh huh. Yeah. I want. I wonder what if the food is different too. Do you get tattoo in minimal security prison? Do they have anyone that can do that? 
I don't maybe know they, that they do. Maybe they can bring someone in. Maybe I'm thinking about the prison from Arrested Development. Maybe that's what I'm. I'm thinking it's gonna like country club. Well, maybe type. you should stop learning from television no, shows. That's, a, good that's point. a thought. That's a good I mean, point. he has given up Twitter as his main learning source. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his very narrow Twitter feed, in which he only follows people he's absolutely in love with. That's very true. Uh, good luck getting a Texas Instruments on the inside. That's at least seven zebra cakes. Oh. That's from Black mm, Sheep. That is what they exchange <laughs> inside the zebra. I'd say what that's good car- currency. Yeah, like that's that, good currency. That's right a there. question. I too. traded sandwich for chips. Hell yeah! At the well, minimum. At the minimum. At the just Center. Do they have those Milano cookies, like the more gourmet style cookies? <laughs> I don't remember instead the cookies. Instead of the instead of the sticky buns. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do wonder what they get served at a minimum security. You don't eat Pate. your Milanos, yeah. bitch. <laughs> right. Hey, homie, is that that tartar gonna eat itself? And do you go like eleventh hour Ed Norton and? Twenty fifth hour. Yeah, that one. I was. I was like. I feel like I'm missing some hours. <laughs> You've got the state wrong. I got the you state were... wrong, and I don't even know the name of the damn Spike Lee movie. You're off by fourteen. Like hours. up for fourteen whole hours. <laughs> the eleventh hour with Ed Norton. Sweet Jesus. But in that film, for those who have not seen it, Ed Norton basically asks his his homies to whoop his ass. Before he goes to prison, so he doesn't go yeah, in with a pretty face. Do you do the same thing in minimal security? I doubt it. No, no. He's like, hey, give me that brittle cream. Like, yeah. Give me that that um, that Coles uh, square po- pocket square. Yeah. Not not the Brooks brother. Give me a different pocket square to show. Let him know you blue collar. Yeah, like blue collar. Yeah, let me pop. Like this is. I feel like well, this only is a minimum pop security. one collar instead of wearing the two shirts and popping both. Like I feel like. What do you think of my my white collar no. sweater today? No. I'm Travis Terrell to get the pudding pops. I still think. Oh, is that what you were trying to do at the beginning? I was doing Bill Cosby at the beginning. Bill Bill after one of his own cocktails. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Camille. No, it's like kind of your voice still. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just like you've been dulled, but like with a like a boot. (laughs) <laughs> in the head, but I tried it's not it really this working. morning, and I only had I had it for like two seconds, and then it was gone. Mm, you did. A little Bill Cosby. Do you, okay. do you, now is Bill Cosby? He's in a real prison. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How do you That's, think that works? Do you, now, does Bill Cosby he's have so, He's old, and he is um, a couple things. He's old. To some of the folks that may look up to him, it could look as if it was. Uh, he's got the narrative of I was framed. Or they're just after my money, because he is such an icon to some folks. Right. And then you're also preaching to the people who are also like, yeah, and I'm innocent too. You know. So there's that part, right? Right. So he may have, he may get treated all right, and he's disabled, essentially blind. Is that a is that a movie or a show you would watch if someone said the the final days of Bill Cosby, and we get a so-called inside look of his time in prison. Would you watch that series if it's like a limited series? I'm thinking of Escape to Denimora. Oh, and I'm thinking like how funny would it be to see an inside look of Bill Cosby in prison? Because I will imagine that he's not necessarily treated like other prison. Like I know he's in a real prison, but I think even prisoners have some respect, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. for a Bill Cosby being on their block. I don't know if that interests me, really. Mm. You don't want to see like a, 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 a the final days of Bill Cosby played by uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Oh, yeah, no. or, or Chadwick oh, Boseman no. probably end up getting the he role somehow. Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr. might be too real. But yeah. it's like Lawrence Fishburne plays Bill Cosby oh, in yeah. the final days of Bill Cosby. 
The last Don, days Don, of Cosby. Don Cheadle. Could be. I could see that working. Huh, Anthony Anderson. That's he's pretty. He's got to got the the size. Well, yeah. and it's not. He doesn't have to be funny. Thank God. Oh, son so. of a bitch. <laughs> I miss our Siegel versus Anderson debate. I have a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's October, sirs. Yeah. Uh, before we tell you about October, can't we powder coating? Mm, you could even powder coat something white. If you have a October celebration, maybe a cross oh. needs to be. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Yeah. Take it the wrong way. Uh, check out gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. Wonderful company, locally owned out in O'Fallon. They've supported us for years now. That means you support them when it's time to take your metal products to get powder coated. Gateway Powder Coating and gatewaypowdercoat.com. What do you got today, Guards? No, Chris. I'm before you. Oh, this. Sorry. I'm not a traditionalist. Relax. You know, I no, just get you, all willy-nilly. Well, can you at least join us? Because I don't think if we can mm-hmm. roll some old yeah, tape back, you I, have yet to join us in prayer. I like watching. I think if you're from a, really... From look, a corner. Look, Gardner, we're halfway through Cocktoberfest, yeah. and Chris has yet to engage in prayer. I would say it's blasphemous, but he's one of your white brothers, so you tell me how you want it to handle. I pray how I choose. Huh? It's not for you, sir. What if it was, what's if it was Blackuary, then we could talk. Can Pope. be excommunicated from the... Oh! Where would I go? Target. Mm. Uh, what? Yeah, they would just not a race. Target. Yeah, I'm saying what race would take me the, in? What is oh, the, whatever Aziz is, they like you. They like your kind. Indian? Uh, that may be it. Whatever Aziz is. Does it ever feel good wearing that hypocritical cape you wear everywhere? Yeah. No comment. <laughs> whatever Aziz is. I'd go South Korean. Not in. What? Not in. They'd respect me. They have good soup there, apparently. Mm. <laughs> He know this. Mm-hmm. My uncle he? lives there. Okay, if yeah. you say so. His uncle for now. Well, he made it ready to move to Taiwan. Oh, well, well careful. I don't now. know. Yeah, we're seeing it all come together. together. Really feel it. Right. He didn't get I was Italy. Thinking of Thailand. Damn, I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, he's been to Thailand. Yeah, yeah. I bet he has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lived in the Left Philippines. a trail of lady boys. And oh boy, in the name of Wes Anderson, appropriation, appropriation and white flight. flight. Destin, Florida. Hurt. You know, in my in in, in some black religions, you, we would we would we would do this. Somebody go look to my cantana, masana. No, I did oh, it. Oh, sorry. Gibberish. Yeah. Would you like to go no, for it? No, no, no. Oh boy. Now <sighs> you're really good. now. It's about to get him, Gardner. Get him, Gardner. Get him, Gardner. Oh, you gonna wish you hadn't done that, son. All right. Toss somebody get a chava to the water here, what are our songs for today's Cocktoberfest playlist? October Rest Playlist. You ready for your first one? Yes, let's see it. Actually, by the way, too, Dave Matthews Band. Um, the first song, I believe, we put on the playlist this year. At least one of the first two. Uh, nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Another Cocktoberfest miracle. Just wanted to put that one out. Wow, congrats. And here's your first song for the playlist today. The Cocktoberfest Playlist.
Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. For you, Travis, I found a picture of them without a Confederate flag. Thank you, by the way. You're I appreciate welcome. that. They are the sole reason that I, like, for real, like, had to have a conversation with a friend. I was like, I don't know. It's just like what Leonard Skinner does. I don't know. It's cool. It's a cool look, man. I think that's honestly what if people in the South or people who hold on to the flag, if they were honest with themselves, they're not that's doing it the reason they believe in no, slavery. No, they, they're that's huge, their argument. They're Leonard Skinner fans. And, and they're just and like, I, I Leonard Skinner's a great band. How can we not you know just say that? And then we would be a more understanding. Do you know who made that happen? Who? Their manager. Really? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a branding thing. One so that's why percent. I think I think people... I are, used to have a Hot Wheel of the General Lee. I, it's it's more about... Here's the thing that Southerners don't want to admit. I don't anymore. It's because yeah. of Hollywood and pop culture is why they it's really so want to keep the flag, not because of heritage. It's so and they sweet. don't want to give the Hollywood elitists the benefit of the... They want to give them that satisfaction. They like the way it looks. <laughs> they like the way it looks. Just say that. Stop. It, no, no, thank you. On top of yes. that, you hear... Arguably, I don't care if you're super indie rock, jam band, or whatever. They've got great songs. They're a very good rock band. So when you hear that whatever guitar riff, you're like, yeah, I associate a couple cold beers with this song. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. They throw the flag up. You're exactly right. You're not saying... I want to take over the country, and I'm upset that they disrupted our economy. No, it, 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 some it, of them might No, be. it is. Some will. And it is racist as hell. But the fact of the matter is, I just want you to admit the real reason why you like that flag is not because of heritage or because it means some type of tradition. It's because things like pop culture, music, entertainment, like the General Lee, like Leonard Skinner, are if the it, reasons why you like if it. If it wasn't in pop culture, you wouldn't even There you go. And that's my you. point, yes. Just be honest. There you go. That's like, all I'm saying. You don't want to get rid of smoking because of health care it costs. No. You don't want to smell like smoke. smoke. But right. that sounds like a ridiculous argument to make. make. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want to be a guy from freaking... So you're stuck with your other shit. Because you won't be honest. You don't want to be the guy in Tuscaloosa that goes, hey, man, that's a good-ass song. That's why I really like it. You can't be that guy because then that puts you on the same platform as, you know, the liberal elitists in Hollywood uh -huh. who are just as superficial. <laughs> so you don't want to be on that level. So you have to go, it's about tradition and heritage, brother. But no, the, truth, the truth is, man, the truth, I love man. Dukes of Hazard, and I have all seasons on DVD. Yeah, just man. say that. Yeah. Keep it 100. That's all I'm saying, my Cocktoberfest friends. That's all I'm saying. That's all we said in our community. Keep it 100. Don't lie. To, we don't have to lie to us. You ain't got to, as the kids I say. I don't like to make the effort. I'd say keep it fitty. Keep, keep it fit. Oh, okay. Oh, at least. Wow. As the old saying we used to say growing up, you ain't got a lot to kick it, man. We just here to have a good time. Oh, man, I love that. We just here to have a good time. What you ain't got a lot to kick it. Got a what? You ain't got a lie. Got a lie. To kick it. You ain't got You can hang out without you. You can hang out with your bullshit, man. You just gotta stop the bullshit first. Okay. That's all we ask. I'm gonna use that today. And ain't like, look, like you it's ain't just, gotta lie. I said what I was You ain't got to lie to kick it. Uh-uh, man. We understand traditions. We understand that heritage, man. But just stop, stop with the bullshit. Call it what it is. You like saying the N word because you think it adds thirty percent to your punchline. I was being sent articles from yesterday. That's why I don't write punchlines? Because I know they'll be too strong without. Or they'd be too strong because I would just put the N word in all. Target practice right. live at flyover Chris, is just Chris riffing on N word. Chris, why aren't you, you know, crafting ten minutes for uh, for that stand up stuff? I, you know, I just I'm so good, and I'll infuse the N word into everything. Sweet Jesus! Apparently, that was an issue 
on the social medias yesterday with some more people commenting on the N-word itself and why they're not allowed to use it. Yeah, I saw the <laughs> governor of New York, and then I saw Michelle Rodriguez, and I'm like, you know what? Kind of glad I'm not on the Twitters. Or Gina Rodriguez. Gina Rodriguez. Who I said? Michelle, not Michelle. It, Michelle's the... The headline was, actress Gina Rodriguez comes under fire over her use of the N-word. Was it a Ja Rule song? Uh, she apparently did it over a social media post, and she had the N-word in it. Aww. And then... <laughs> Oh. I know I've seen this lady. And it was hilarious. <laughs> People laugh. So that is funny. I'm right. gonna be honest. I wouldn't have laughed if you wouldn't have included that slur. And then there's a daily. Another headline says Daily Wire host says he should be able to say the N word if his intent isn't racist. And the guy looks like uh, that. Anyway. He looks like yeah. Kind of washed out. Look, he yeah. went to Farmington High School. All right. So. Uh, too much. I was trying not to get Brian Hoffman's phone number in the shot. Ah, uh, <laughs> someone screenshot. I realized it as I was said, put my phone for it. Because then Hoffman, then he, he texted me those things because he was like, "Oh, this might fit into Cocktoberfest," and then called me because now he wants me to find a. Uh, he wants me to do a Christmas Carol with the N word, mm. where we find someone who used the N word one way in the past, one way it's used in the present, and then. How it will be used in the future, and who is each of those ghosts oh, that represents the way that it's thought of by some people, I guess. Okay, now I know. So that was one thing. All that from Leonard Skinner. Sweet Home Alabama is our first song to uh, today's seventeenth day of Cocktoberfest. What's song number two? Black by Pearl Jam. Oh, okay. I, was like, what? I don't know how that goes. Anybody? Come on, mouth band. I don't. I don't know how that goes. Black, black. It's black. It's black. And be go saints. I'm a friend of true breeze. It's pretty good, right? Where did you no. get? Where did the lyrics come from? Uh, I kind of I figure I see. I don't know. Pearl Jam. You asked me a question yesterday. Is that part of our poll question, by the way? <coughs> Then it really it kicks in. Yeah. Is that is? Did you did you ask me a question yesterday? Can I share with the audience? Yeah, I don't remember what the question. Let's question who's a who's a wider band. Yeah, what did I? Oh, Nirvana or Pearl Jam? Nirvana, Nirvana or Pearl Jam? And I said Pearl Jam, and people in the office are like rubble, 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 rubble. No, I think so because they were around longer, and Pearl Jam became a campfire band, or Eddie Vedder did. Yeah. Like the, like he really like I'm sure he just got bored. It's like you can't just write every freaking energetic rock anthem and he started writing a bunch of stuff that's very slower all that stuff which tends to be more caucasian nirvana died you got hip-hop people freaking bouncing their heads to uh smells like teen spirit uh i don't think i don't think pearl jam has that although they did appear on a cover of slam magazine with dennis rodman not mookie blaylock (laughs) little mookie that was the first band name, right? Yes. Ten? Something was like that. Ten? Yeah. Hmm. So there it is. Pearl Jam Pearl and Jam. Leonard Skinner are your uh, songs to add. Good songs. To the... That's a good song. This playlist is really coming together. I really look forward to sharing that with my uh, real toe tap, my yeah. bro- brothers and sisters. Should we do it on a should we make it a Spotify thing at the end of the month? I or? think yeah. absolutely. I mean, why not? We can just share it. We can share it on the socials and people can sign up and 
Okay. To their thing. To their thing. Yeah, right, like perfect. it and yeah, add it. But I think it's pretty cool because we'll it's good right. for me because I can honestly like when we will have these debates with the homies and we'd be like, man, who, who, what, what, what white man, what white music guy I mess with? I'd be like, I'm glad you guys asked. Yes. Boop, go to the playlist. We played in the barbershop and we all, there. that'd be funny if you walked out. That'd be messed up. If like you find like, I'm going to stop by a black barbershop today and I'm happy to be the one in there that day playing the playlist from Cocktoberfest <laughs> and you and walk then, in, you're just like, huh, I'm ready to see the Urban thing. And you just hear, burr, burr, burr. All the prayer. <laughs> and you're like, you're like what? Three Hispanic barbers in the corner just singing Bon Jovi to yeah. the top of their lungs. I'm gonna be. Oh, this is my kind of barbershop. Like, Wait, this is what's been going on the entire. That's what you discover. This is why Travis that- never told me about it. <laughs> Do you? Would it's it why be- Travis never brings me. <laughs> would it be like if you got home early and all your pets were like watching TV and reading the paper and they're like, uh, what? This isn't. <laughs> Barber just looks up. He's like, "Hello, my dude." Yeah. Uh, we're actually planning the real life race war. Oh, and you no. just walk in on an important like military mission that we're planning for 2021. Uh-huh. Well, is that quick? Allegedly. No, uh, that, that would be interesting. Oh, on that note, I saw I didn't see this from uh, Kankles earlier. Chris looks so unimpressed with Travis and Gardner. I think this was during the prayer. Uh, like a man that's lost his way and his only pleasure in life is counting down the days until one or both of them die and he can be free of his chains. <laughs> mm. Very dark. Would you say that's how we... F- maybe maybe you need to turn the... Maybe you were looking in the mirror oh, a little so bit that's there. Pretty, uh, that Kangles, was, uh, who, who is he waiting on to die? pretty intense. Pretty intense. Uh, also, just catching up with some of the comments, just realized your Oak Trolley pick from earlier shows the trolley next to a Porsche SUV. Which one provides the least actual value per dollar of expense? (laughs) I do love that. That is a, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. I was actually looking at the bus, 97 bus. The Porsche SUV uh, seats five probably, and it's got a little more get up than other competing SUVs, but I'm guessing outside of being called a Porsche Mm. and having some um, aesthetics inside that I've rode in a few of them, uh, it's probably about like a Honda CRV, but only sixty thousand dollars more. That's a great point by Yale. Best point he's ever made. Mm. So hmm, we'll have to look into that. I still. What like if you pulled up picture? Oh man, Travis, your uncle Joe mm. with your boy Francis. Look at all the representation in that photo, Travis. Look at those hats. Where do we get a? Think hat if they like had that? a brother in that committee, they'd uh, they'd be doing better. What would be different? I don't know. Would there be a little more? Uh, a little more pizzazz to the trolley. I, oh man, just looking at that picture just angers me. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> picture the trolley bouncing down the trolley. Oh my god! <laughs> now Chingy, the hey, artist, Cocktoberfest. Chingy, fair. the rapper, was in here yesterday along with Larry Hughes. What a day mm-hmm. yesterday! Uh, could we get Chingy to do a trolley anthem? Save the trolley. Trolley concert, performers on top. Well, it's a very serious and loved piece of public transportation. Mm -hmm. So no time for nonsense like entertainment. Don't forget that. Well, we'll see. (laughs) I think the only thing is entertainment. Yeah, (laughs) That's all you got. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your Cocktoberfest and Luke Trolley Talk. That's all right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh Shall we move on to the pop culture? What is today's pop culture? I'll yeah. tell you this. If it's not something about warm apple cider on a crisp autumn day, I don't want to hear about it. Sorry, Chris. Oh, man. Get that 
ain't the whitest thing a white man has ever whited in his life. Colorado. Nice, uh, nice font. That font is pretty dope. I had to find it. Yeah. Put a little shadowing behind it too. Oh, By the wow. way, that is beautiful, isn't it? That's incredible. You know, Why we love it? I can just be myself out here. We talked to Gardner and look I. Look at that water. That water's clean. And look, the best part: no bears in sight. Oh, they do have that though. They do have that. But look at that marijuana right there on to the left of your <laughs> picture. Mm, that's some good. Mm, mm, that's high grade Kush right there, Chris. You see that? Look at that marijuana right there. They growing in Colorado. I oh. see you. I see you, Colorado. The greatest line, or one of the best lines, I think, in the history of 30 Rock. There are several, of course. We were watching this yesterday. We were watching this yesterday. And, of course, um, Tracy, Mo uh, Tracy Morgan's character, Tracy Jordan, says, I don't believe that myth. <clears throat> I said, it's a white myth. It's a white myth. It's a white myth, Ken. Like, like Larry Bird in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> And what I, I had forgotten. One of the top ten lines. What I had forgotten That's about great. that line was what it was in relation to. Tell him what it was in relation and to. Like, <laughs> Tracy Jordan comes rolling up and Kenneth from the show is like, what's that? He's like, well, it's my practice wheel for when I lose my foot to diabetes. Mm. <laughs> mm. So it's got a wheel on already. And he's practicing for when he loses his foot. You had, <laughs> you had Besser in that writer's room? Ha. You had Tina Fey. You had Our Donald Glover. Yeah. You had uh, Tracy Morgan. Like, that's not fair. That's, that's not fair. Like, you're, you're, you're hitting every point of comedy when you have that type of talent in there. And 30 Rock just had gym after gym yeah. after gym. What's the Alec Baldwin, my cousin, used to? Oh, so he's got a private investigator to investigate himself because he's hoping to get a promotion. And so he wants to make sure he's covered all his bases. And it's Steve Buscemi, as Sean calls him, Steve Buscemini. There we go. Um, he's in, who's investigating him. And he's like, all right, here's what I found. I found this and this. Is there anything else I should know? And Jack Donaghy, Alec Baldwin's character, goes, well, my cousin Tim fixes NBA games. <laughs> and unless you get the last name and the context, it'll go right by you. But it was one of those when it, it took me a second. I'm like, Tim. Oh, that's funny. It's really funny. So like, there what a are, stroke of luck. But it but it yeah. works perfectly too because like even if you didn't know the Donaghy's, you're like you have a cousin that fixes professional basketball games. Yeah. But then when you realize like, oh, there's an actual person named Tim Donaghy who did indeed fix NBA games. What, yeah. what did you it's guys just think about him doing radio tours and stuff after that? Yeah, it was bound to happen. Yeah. Who did radio tours? Tim. Donnie. Tim Don Donnie. Oh, he did, yeah. did, he, he did, like, yeah, he did I'm do that. All the um, like, Bro. Well, I think he did a book. Or what? That's I think what he happens. did do a book. You get in trouble, you do a book. I then you he, go on radio tours. Yeah, it was the yeah the ultimate white collar. You know, he could have been in do. that South Dakota prison. Yeah, it was. But I, you couldn't be surprised. The guy literally fixed NBA games. Of do course, he's going to find the next con. Do you think anybody would call? Uh, you know call him out on no fair play in a prison pickup game if he if he was the pickup ref <laughs> yeah. and you've got and you've got one of the faction leaders like looking at him the whole time like you yeah know, i got my guy hang on, hang on going on we're not, those yeah we're not starting yet let me bring in our referee and like oh come on man it's like eh, it's prison man i you want it on this i am not no i would not i am not in on that action no not at all tim Donaghy. what do you think he's doing right now somebody goes down with an injury star player what the yeah you know that would happen yeah He's probably uh, doing a podcast. Yeah, if he's not doing a podcast, he's probably like a general manager of a Chick-fil-A. Okay. Fixing 
Little League games. Fixing Little League games. I can see that. Yeah, I like that. Something along those lines. That'd be pretty funny. What a great sketch that would be. Yeah, no, I'm, that's kind of why I've stopped talking <laughs> for a second. Stop yeah, just yeah. to start oh, wow. My brain started going, and I just that. had to stop talking because I'm like, yeah. okay, some ideas are going on here. He's got kids missing for, uh, I'm trying to think with it, like... He's kind of he's fixing their grades where kid has to miss because he got like uh, uh-huh. recess detention or something the next day, so he's ineligible. Uh-huh. I think so. He'd get a couple teachers' assistants on the payroll, maybe uh-huh. a cafeteria lady. They can be got to. Travis, make notes. I'm doing it now. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to make sure we. Uh... Oh, what were we talking? Colorado. Please. Some... <laughs> we got on a Tim Donaghy from yeah, Colorado. Right. Other than the airport, I've never hung out in Colorado. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I've, beautiful I've searched the caverns underneath. My the first Denver time Airport. there, uh, me I rode the flaming horse. Hit up oh, a uh, microbrewery festival that was taking place <laughs> in Keystone. Shocking there. That's yeah. a shot. Did some mountain biking. Um, I, I eventually stopped mountain biking. We got down the mountain, my brother and I, because um, I kept looking over my shoulder while we were on the trails. Because I thought a bear was behind me all, Jesus, all the time, man. so I just I got tired of looking over my shoulder, because I was gonna like crash into a tree if I kept doing it. We were on trails in the woods, so I'm like, why don't we just get so we take like that fire path or whatever it is on the mountains, and then the problem was I had some beers in me at that point and mm-hmm. I had to lay down the bike at one point on the gravel, cut up my leg because I tried to hop over something, and I did, but I break did the brakes wrong and started fishtailing and I kind of just losing control of the bike and I was coming up to the edge. So I had to just lay the bike down. So I had like five beers in me. I was 21 at the time. Jesus Gardner. And cut up my leg. So I had to lie to my parents that I just uh, fell. I didn't want to tell them. Oh, yeah, a little tipsy. And I was coming to the edge. There was like a fence there to keep you from going over the mountain. Don't know if I would have made it or not, uh-huh. but, uh, we want white water rafting there. That's a white thing to do, is it not? I think everything you do Never in Colorado outside of seeing the Nuggets play is white in Colorado. Like there isn't an activity <laughs> in Colorado that you can't do that's not white. Like it's like like what else which could you do? Like even going to you see the Rockies, see the Avalanche, that's white. CMLS, that's white. Mm-hmm. Like in everything else, like you just mentioned, like it's probably forty five microbrewery mountain climbing, white. Canoeing, white. Hiking? White. Smoking war- marijuana without legal consequences. White. <laughs> Selling drugs without legal consequences. White. Oh. Hmm. You think? St- appropriating ideas from the black community. St- Selling drugs to your own Pick- community. White. Uh. Picketing mountain lion hunts and then losing your designer dog to a mountain lion. Ooh. White. White. <laughs> An outdoor concert venue uh, vented inside of rock, a mountain. It's a pilgrimage. Double white for for whites. That is a pilgrimage to Red Rocks. With the word pilgrim in it, of course. There it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a and pillage cherished place. Pillage. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have a video. Oh, please. Uh, this is from the Colorado Tourism Office, I believe. Because they need it right now, right? There People are really struggling to visit that. <laughs> They're state. like, you know, why you're here. <laughs> I'm a thousand unspoiled places. Waiting here for you to find. White. A lifetime. Painting outdoors. White. Painted in your mind. 
I'm oh. the beat of beautiful sound. Concert venue that aren't rappers and white people dancing. White. I'm Colorado, and I'll show you what it's like to be truly alive. I don't. I'm Talking not talking in the sense of that you're the state. I'm not white. White man doing the voice of a white eagle coming into the frame of the state flag. White. I'm not believing that to Colorado's that voice for a second. <laughs> not with that legal weed. They would have been much more delayed hey, in their talk. We got yeah. and, it's, and it's edibles now, so they might be on another planet. bacon. Oh, it's so good. How about snow? Uh, snow white. Yeah. Snow white? White. White. Oh. White. You know what else is white? How about how? the owner of Snappy Bigman, Chris oh, Manta. Jesus We're doing a giveaway today. Share the Facebook post. It's on our Facebook page. Check it out. We're going to give away some gourmet coffee. Chris Manto, shout out. It's great coffee. Just saying. Um, is the black population going to grow in Colorado then? Because That's the thing. They, I don't, they be growing. Yeah. Growing. They literally are growing. Now, how much but I don't know if the black people? population has grown in Colorado. I, don't, I haven't seen those numbers. I'll be honest. I haven't seen the numbers. I just like. Violent crime going down. White. I mean, they've redeveloped some of their downtown through gentrification. Ski resorts, white. Yeah, they're nice, though. Yeah. Outdoor skating rinks, double white. Mm-hmm. Kids doing two years of postgraduate, finding themselves as ski instructors. White. White. Right. Very white. Mm-hmm. My cousins. Jeep Grand Cherokees, white. Yeah, he got a philosophy degree, and then he's just skiing on a mountain. <laughs> I now have four cousins that oh, live in Colorado. In Colorado, wow! And my aunt and uncle also live there. Mm-hmm. They actually bought a cabin, like a their cabin, whatever it is. I don't even know if you call it a cabin. It's probably nicer than their house, mm. and they live in a nice area outside Denver. But they spent more money on this cabin because. They are into the skiing. They are into the mountain climbing. They are into all those outdoor activities. I need to go visit them. The states. We should, we should go. We should go try and stay. I'll ask if we can stay. Oh, okay. In their house. That could be a trev you. <laughs> trev you. We could go to a ski. How to make your relatives not want to talk to you anymore. They're right at a ski, like a mile outside of a ski resort, like from the lift. Cool. They, they some lift purposely got it, like the location where they wanted and everything. Mm. To set it up for their skiing. Now, here's uh, here's one. Uh, the black sheep is a dad, and this is dad thoughts and Caucasian dad thoughts. All the Colorado video did was made me stress over how you would haul all that painting equipment out there. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You think of that. You think that. You really start, as you get older, you start really limiting. Who going to grab all that paint and walk a whole full black? Because I know I'm the only one. You start limiting your creative ideas after you've been let down by anyone and everyone yeah. ever. Because anytime there's a cool idea, everybody's down for the, the pizzazz of it, but not any of the... I the leg you. worker carrier man, or anything am, else. Or, the, man, or, the, or for God's sakes, you clean up after yourself when you're done. I, ah! I, oh. I, I tell you, no, I feel for parents, man. Because I see, I'd be like, man. Ooh, it's more and more. For it. me, like, I already have a little bit of anxiety when I travel because there's so many people and you so much is happening. You don't have to say when you travel. You can just say, I just already have anxiety. No, generally speaking. You, but definitely it's heightened, let's say, when I go to the airport because I'm probably carrying some drugs on me. But the fact of the matter is is that I generally have a ton of anxiety when I travel, so I can only imagine what parents go through because when I witness them and the car seat and the, oh, man, the stroller and the bottles and, mm-hmm. and black sheep got mowed in one. Yeah. So I can't imagine how that, how parents find 
whatever small element of peace they need in order to accomplish the task it's of traveling a, with children. It's in the bottom of a bottle of wine. Yeah. Where else? I think if I had a That's kid... That's thing. I think I would go too deep. <laughs> I, I think if I had a kid, I'd just have to let my OCD go. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, so it's, oh, you can never... So it's a, oh, yeah. So it's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice, no. you son get of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, get him, Chris. You get him, Chris. Oh, you yeah. inconvenience, you son of a... Go on. No, go on. Yeah, just... Keep uh, chastising no, the mentally ill. You can oh, oh, look at that. He's, oh, that's oh, you a, can that's, just flip it off and on. Like huh? a, it's like a mentally ill card. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, what a nice thing to play. Travis is very familiar with using hey. cards inappropriately. Well, he is right. So you two right. should correct. Just start your own damn show. Okay. He's got, so he's there got it is. The mics were moved when I came <laughs> in here this morning. I almost removed them all and walked out and left. <laughs> that's all I asked was one thing. I mean, we're really going to have to start putting just a little... You know what you do? Let me coffee. tell you something. Let no, me tell you what something. What I'm doing is I'm going to start putting notes around the studio now. Oh, like, oh no God, guy. not that again. Yep, it's going to happen. Don't be note guy. I had already decided it this morning. Here's also what's going to happen to I'm going to outfit you with something that is from the equine world. Uh, they're called blinders. Mm -hmm. And you put them on a horse so they don't see everything that's going on and they just do what they're. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you some blinders that just put you into that computer screen. And you're not going to see anything else that's going well, then on. Then the studio's going to look like shit. Oh boy! Oh boy! Mm. Oh Jesus! And then you're going to complain about the studio, mm. and then I'm going to do nothing. Is that? But <laughs> as, but as far as like aside from, of course, the financial commitment of raising children, like what is what is the other barrier? Like, because I, mean, I, I feel think like the that three of us are wholly not uh, qualified to talk about. Absolutely, it. I could barely take care of myself. That's what I'm saying. So, so I, when do people get it, to that point where they say, oh, I can take care of myself and another don't. life? They don't. They, it's, it's usually unexpected. That it's seems so overwhelming. And you're never, and you're never ready. And I'm I think sure it, it I think it makes you level up. And I think if you don't hit that level, so easy to say as a non-parent. But I think if you don't hit that level and just ba give basic needs to your offspring, then you are, you're broken. It, there's, it ain't, it ain't happening. Well, I, like that's your last, but that's, but that's, that's kinda, your last bastion of like, you may not be doing great at work. You may not be great with your friendships and everything. But if you can keep that thing fed and alive, you've at least got that. But since we know there's an extensive history of people struggling to do what you just said, shouldn't there be a better philosophy to having children as opposed to oh. let's roll the dice and see what happens? To a degree, yeah. Children should be like it's not their fault. It's literally a, no, it's obviously a, it's a luck of the draw. Right. Like, but I, I feel mean, like exactly. if you're a parent, you should say. All right, I've officially hit a threshold where I can take care of myself, but not a, completely. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm I, not, don't, I, I don't. I don't want to hear the recreation. But yeah, that of was also gas was sixty two cents. My brother was planned. Yeah. Oh shit, Gardner, that kind of was sad. <laughs> My brother still calls me a bastard. It was like I. I always say <laughs> I, I've always categorized myself as an almost bastard. because my parents were married. Better than me. My parents were married June first, nineteen seventy nine, and I was born August sixth, nineteen seventy nine. So they got married just oh. in time. I won't be doing the math. I won't be doing the math here. I'd be like, hey, man, I did what I had to do. But that's what I just, I'm just so wondering now. I'm an almost now. bastard. It's, I think it's just, I think it's more Four difficult. years later, they wanted to get it right. I guess maybe here's my better question, because I think it all comes back to this. Is it just better to be poor in 2019 or better to have been poor in the late 70s, early 80s? Best time in the world to be poor. You Was got, the you 70s and 80s. No, now. You got giant, you poor people. Poor people, you have TVs are cheap. You can you got a cell phone. A cell phone? What what if you told a guy in 1931 you had a cell phone? This is the or but I'll say well, yeah, be the equivalent it's of. It's just it's hard to. It, this is here's no. here's what I'll say. It's better than ever. 
You can have a car. <laughs> well, it's always going to be better as society goes along. Generally. So it's hard to But how equate, many societies came before us? It's hard to equate decades or eras to other ones, which is like in baseball where they actually came up with war because hmm. they were trying to find a way to... How also, do, what, what it, what it does is it only measures... You can only measure yourself against that time. That's okay. the key. Okay. To try to do it to other ways. There's too many other factors involved because right. like... If you try to bring a cell phone, like, that's right. Tell a guy in the 70s all this. Holy shit, what? But that wasn't a factor then. It wasn't a normal every, you know, day life. It wasn't part of what you do or what even the elite dealt with. So it's hard to, it's hard to measure is what I would say. I think just due to technology, it's the best time ever to be poor. And then 10 years from now, would, would that be the case? Well, by then, AI will have rounded up the poor. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus. I man. mean, because you look back then, like, in terms of wages, there was more even, more equal. There was more of a middle class. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how poor is defined would be different even then, probably. Um, I just think if there's so much that goes into living already than trying to take care of a life. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking in admiration to parents, by the way. I'm not saying that whatever decision they had to come to to have a child was wrong. I'm saying I think it's incredibly admirable because as we've all said here at this table, it's very difficult to take care of ourselves now for, for, for several reasons, but oh. to be able to now to take into account another life several. or two. So many. So, so many so reasons. Many. Why, so many reasons why we can never get yeah. over the top. So a many. A little yeah. light with that yeah. number of reasons. Oh, oh, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hordes of reasons. Yeah. Thank you. That's why life continues to kick our ass every day. But yeah, I just, that's why I, again, have such a great admiration for today's parents, because like I said, I think it's harder to a degree to be poor. Now, I think as far as the barriers that are in front of you to get yourself out of a financial situation to a better financial situation, there's a larger gap. Maybe, but tell that to like a surf in the, you know, old England. But again, I'm, I'm using, let's use societal war. If we I know. were to take that into the yeah. equation, I think it's there was, more... There was no opening. Because I think there are systems like, well, yeah. A <laughs> serf, period, a, like, period. But a serf could like... Uh, no, 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 no. No, a serf could like no. kill a king, take his identity... But they couldn't. And bury the body and be like, hey, I'm the king, and you ain't have no paperwork to go, okay. well, I guess he's not the king. I don't know. He says he's the king, got the crown on his head, and people are taking orders from him, so maybe he is the king. When you put it that way. Yeah, see, I I'm just it. saying. Yeah. He, he no, can no, go. He can go face off. Face off. All right, we've got comedy. Happiest hour, Check it out tonight. 6 p.m. is whenever that kicks off. Our friend, uh, I believe it's going to... P- people have to mix things up. It's Jason Nelson, uh, Quentin Wilbert, Meredith Hopping, and John Vinegar. I can't kill nobody right now. It's going to be a great time. Our mm. friends at Union Barbershop are giving us a giveaway. Mm. So we're going to do that at the show. The Barber so, of Fleet Street. Think about that. You can't not, have that in 2019. That, that wouldn't that work. That wouldn't work. He'd be caught after a week because he would have put something work. on Instagram. Sweeney Todd? Uh, yeah, Sweeney Todd. He would have been great. Thanks to Jack Daniels for making Happiest Hour possible. Gardner, any more Cocktober before we take a break? And on the other side, we're going to talk to Matt Besser. I think we're all good on uh, Cocktober right now. Okay. Just love that Colorado. Mm. That's not mm. Imagine seeing Arcade Colorado, Fire Colorado, Colorado. My mom fell out of the float when we were whitewater rafting. <laughs> we weren't even to the rapids yet. Great note to end on. And, uh... When we tried to pull her up, I still have this face in my mind because I started laughing as I was trying to help her out of the water. She, her head pops out of the water and all you just see is... 
terrible. And I'm like, ah! I'm start laughing, pulling her into the boat. Laughing but at your mother she, in her time of need. She got, That's white! She got her paddle caught on a rock and just went in. Mm. My brother and I were like, what happened? Mm. Oh, boy. All right, we'll take a quick break. We're live at Midcoast Studio. We are live. We'll be right back.